Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Your morning starts now. It's the Q102 Jeff and Jen podcast, brought to you by CVG Airport. Fly healthy through CVG. For more information, go to CVG Airport backslash fly healthy. Tammy. Hi, Jeff. Welcome to Jeff and Jen's Faker for Real. How are you? I'm great. How about you? Excellent. Doing fantastic. We would love to send you to Burns Garden Center. Get yourself some perennials. So here we go. This uh, Here are your headlines. You pick the real one. Is it A? Woman ends up in ER with two big holes in her forehead after attempting microblading on herself. Is it B? A guy tried to give himself a nose job using YouTube tutorials. Or C, man uses Gorilla Glue and staple gun to fix six-inch gash on his leg. Let's go with C, the gash on the leg. The gash on the leg, because that just sounds like something a dude would do, right? (laughs) It's actually the guy that tried to give himself a nose job. Oh, God. Thank God it's not the microblading. I was scared. (laughs) I thought for sure that was the one. Same. Oh, my God. Yeah, when Ingrid was little... Uh, and she would like go into the kitchen and all of a sudden like inexplicably make something kind of complicated or she would just craft something really imaginative. And we'd be like, wow, where did you learn to do that in school? Yeah. No, YouTube. YouTube. <laughs> yeah. Honest to God. Yeah. I mean, you can learn to do almost anything by watching YouTube videos. Yeah. Again, true. that's almost anything, I should say. Because some guy in Brazil ended up in the ER last month after watching YouTube tutorials and trying to give himself a nose job. Mm, mm -hmm. I just can't even, people. Like, he literally cut into his own face while he was awake. That's dumb. And Uh. he is not the first person to try this. YouTube has to remove at-home rhinoplasty videos all the time to prevent what? other people from doing it. Uh, oh, my God. Because <laughs> as you would See, expect, thing. it I'm, never goes well. I'm yeah. uncomfortable right now. Yeah. It, oh, it can even kill you if you go into sure. anaphylactic shock. Right. Or you could get some kind of horrible infection. I mean, there's all kinds of things that yeah, could but go wrong there. Well, that's what happened to this guy. He showed up to the ER with his nose all jacked up and infected. He said he used an anesthetic from a vet to dull the pain (laughs) while he did surgery on himself. But he didn't use gloves. He didn't clean the wound at all. Oh, God. What a ding dong. How did he not pass out from the pain? I mean, I know you said he had a little numbing cream, but I mean, if you saw your face just bleeding, wouldn't you just pass out? Well, I guess not everybody. He was trying to make his nose thinner. 
He even stitched himself up afterward. Oh this guy is savage. It sounds like he also used super glue <laughs> to close the wound. Tim isn't doing yeah, well. Yeah, let's get the second aid update. Yeah. This is gross. This is uncomfortable. Is well, so, the super glue thing is probably the only accurate thing he might have done. The only good choice. Because they do use a form of yeah. some kind, kind of. of yeah. yeah. I don't think it's super glue, though. It's like that. <laughs> Yeah. Anyway, doctors treated the infection and sent him on his way. What do you, well, that's about all they could do. Yeah, they referred him to a specialist for more treatment and uh, suggested that maybe he start seeing a therapist. <laughs> yeah. That might be a good idea. Yeah. Yeah. And maybe a plastic surgeon to fix it. I kind of yeah. want to see the before and after, though, don't you? Yes, I do. Maybe after it heals. See what it kinda. looks like, yeah. See if there's any significant difference and if it's... <laughs> Hey, if, if it looks good pretty one? good, maybe he's getting a career calling. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> yep. That's right. I'm not just the plastic surgeon. I'm also a patient. <laughs> All right, coming up, a classic second date update. You might have missed the first time around, but it's new to you. Next. My house has a new glow. I love my It's Tim, and if you're like me, you want to savor all of the seasons. When you replace your outdated windows with new ones from Universal Windows Direct, they're going to open smoothly to enjoy those summer breezes and lock and close perfectly to keep that cold air in on a hot, humid day. I love my windows. They've got that brand new home effect. Universal Windows Direct. 738. Jeff and Jen, Cincinnati's Q102. The secret to being the most interesting person at a party. Also, hi. Always feel confident on your second date. With help from the Plastic Surgery Group. Schedule a consultation at 513-791-4440 or at theplasticsurgerygroup.com. Surgery has an art. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. I make anything taste like Snickers. It is Tuesday, the 2nd of August of 2022. We're Jeff and Jen. And here it is, your news that didn't make the news. On Cincinnati's Q102. Over the weekend, we learned someone won a $1.3 billion Mega Millions lottery jackpot. Lucky SOB. The winner has not come forward, so it's unclear if they are a saver, Mm -hmm. a giver, or a spender. Yeah. Saver, giver, spender. Well, I think, don't you want to kind of be all three? Recent poll, recent poll asked Americans, if you won a $1 billion lottery jackpot, what would you do with the majority of the winnings? And here's what they said. 24% <laughs> would invest. Boo. <laughs> well, if you invest it, you can live off the payouts. I'm going to just do be all living sorts of off stuff. of it. I got billions. <laughs> I got a bill. <laughs> 
Didn't they? Didn't it only end up being after the payout like four hundred and thirty-eight million or something? I mean, and that's going to go quickly. You think so? <laughs> I don't think so. I'm going to live in Jen on a, Jordan's household. Yeah. I mean, you could live that's off a million dollars a year. I know. Less. I would. I mean, I would. I I have some pretty big donations I would want to make. Yeah, same. Yeah, know? I mean, certainly you're. Pro- you would probably want to do all three. Save, give, and spend, but the majority say investing would be their top priority out of the three. Twenty percent say they would drop most of it in their savings. So really, you know, investing, saving—I mean, that's those are very responsible. So forty-four percent kind of going that route. Those are never the people that win, though. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> right. If you're watching those lotto shows, right? See, I would give like half of it to Scott and let him do that smart stuff. You know, invest and do financials. And then I would take the other half and make sure we had a lot of really good memories as a family. <laughs> I don't know, but I, I kind of have this feeling that whoever won this one is has got their stuff together. What because, do you mean? Well, I just kind of have a feeling. Silent. The fact that they're being silent, that, you know, oh. we just don't. I, I have a feeling that they're doing all of these things that you're supposed to do, that they're making copies of the ticket and they've got a lawyer and they've got a financial person. I don't know why. I just have this feeling. I feel like they don't know it's them yet. You know, they put it in You feel like the ticket's out there and they just... Yes. I just don't think they know yet. It's in their center console. They haven't even looked at (laughs) it. Or they stopped through (laughs) Chicago on the way up to Milwaukee or something. Although I'm sure it's all over the news in Chicago because isn't it a suburb of Chicago? Yeah, so yes. they had to have heard that somebody in their vicinity. At that speedway, I think it was at a speedway, it was. wasn't it? Yeah, hmm. and you think that they should be able to go back and kind of look on their cameras to be like, "Oh, it's that guy." Do they know what time? Do they they know what time it was sold too? Don't yeah, they? Yeah, it's got they, all that they, stuff. Yeah, time coded and everything. Yeah, yeah. Eighteen uh, percent say that they would give a majority of it to friends and family. Yeah, for sure. Definitely want to be friends with those folks. And 11% say they would probably end up giving most of it away to charity. There's only so much money you can have in life, right? True. What am I going to do with all this? When you want to just help a lot of people. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, 8% say they would just spend it. And another 8% selected other, which is kind of intriguing. Hmm. And then 12% saying not, not really sure. But a few other highlights from the poll... Uh, about a third of people say they, they never play the lotto. Uh, small percentage plays maybe once a week. 14% play once or twice a month. 22% play twice a year. It's interesting, though. 61% of lottery players have won money from a ticket before. Probably not a lot. No, probably. Like like we did our work pool and we won $18. Yeah. I think I'm going to get Jacob to pick some numbers and we'll play his numbers every week. I think that might be something new we'll start doing together because he really got a kick out of buying the tickets. And You should get him in on the Kino. Now that's where it's at. He really got a <laughs> kick out of gambling. <laughs> I, I took my daughter up to Who the Kino machine at Lube on Saturday, on Sunday, and was like, pick some numbers. Yeah, yeah. he loves numbers. If you hit a couple, you're going to take him to Vegas? Heck yeah, let's go, buddy. I think you should. Let's go. 87% agree that lotto winners should be able to remain anonymous while the rest believe that the identity should be public information. We want to know because we're just that winner. nosy. Yeah. Well, they were talking about this at a birthday party that I was at last night, and someone made the comment that it doesn't feel like it's a real person. 
Like it's a real situation if it doesn't come forward. You know, like if it, it's like a conspiracy or oh, something. Oh, you think like the state's keeping it or something? I don't think that, but someone at this party made that point. That was mm. like, you know, how do you really know who it is if it's not that person? Yeah, and then what, what do they do with all that money then? Mm-hmm. If it's I don't not know. A real do you person. think it's riggable? Do you think they can like control over what numbers get picked? I think everything's picked? riggable. <laughs> I do too. Have you ever but played I slots? Wonder if it- <laughs> yes, ma'am. <laughs> Well, we haven't heard of a case yet. They haven't gotten caught. Uh, Do you use baby talk voice when you're talking to babies and little kids? Or do you just talk to them like we're talking amongst ourselves like adults? adults? It depends. It varies. I adult. I can't. I feel like also that's why my daughter has a grander vocabulary sometimes yeah because i've never baby talked her and i always try to use words that we would talk to each other in conversation you know Kristen says the same thing and she said it really benefited her kids last month the harvard study found that baby talk is pretty much universal and it doesn't matter uh where you are across all cultures people around the world tend to raise the pitch of their voice and talk a little sing-songy way to little kids. Even tribes in Africa do it. <laughs> now, a new poll asked over 20,000 Americans <laughs> if they use baby talk with little kids. Stop doing that. Oh, sorry. Uh, you're not high-pitched enough either, I don't oh, think. Not. Jen's actually the probably the best in the room at it. <laughs> and most of it admit that we do that. Only 22% said they usually talk to kids in the same voice that they use with adults. Uh, But that said, I suppose baby talk has its place. Just don't dare use it on your significant other when you're out in public because the overwhelming majority of people, 75% said it's annoying to hear adults use baby talk on other adults. Who does that? Um, It's a celebrity couple. Oh, it's not Kristen Bell. And no, Jack it's Shepard. Jenny McCarthy oh, and, and Donnie, Donnie Wahlberg. Wahlberg. I don't know oh, if yeah. Donnie does it so much as she does. She does it. Yeah, she does do it. <laughs> <laughs> Are there Messy? any guys that think that's hot? I'm sure oh, yeah. there have to be. Oh, yeah. Because yeah, if they didn't, then the women would stop Donnie, doing Donnie, it. Donnie, come give Jenny a oh, hug. Oh, yeah. <laughs> she does that kind of crap. <laughs> I mean, I, I do. <laughs> I mean, I had a little bit of a different experience with Jacob as a kid, you know, with the whole autism thing. It was like to get him to engage, we had to be really enthusiastic. You know, we had to use the three E's, excitement, energy, and enthusiasm. And so I got in a habit very much so of, you know, just, hey, everything sometimes gets a little bit more. Sing-songy. Well, not even necessarily. It depends. I mean, I can't. I. I can do sing-songy, I can do cheerleader-ish, I can do all kinds of different voices. And trying to convey a positive just, vibe. Well, just trying to be way more animated mm-hmm. because I wanted to get his attention and keep his attention and engage him and get him to want to engage with me. So there was a lot of that and it just became part of my being <laughs> because I was doing it all the time. Because you talk to the animals that way too, don't you? Oh, like I talk to the, the animals yeah. that way. The animals love it. Mm-hmm. And they, <laughs> they they follow me everywhere. She's like the Pied Piper <laughs> over here. But I, you know, I'll find myself doing that. 
with kids, but I don't, I don't think, I don't think it's annoying. And I don't, and I'm, it's not that I'm doing it in a baby talk, condescending kind of, you know, way. You poor little baby. Most people don't realize <laughs> they're doing it. I think it's like what you're saying. They just, when they see a baby, it's like something within Hi. them goes to like, well, aren't you just the cutest little you? thing I've ever uh, seen in my whole life? Look at you. Look you are so handsome. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I found myself doing that with my nephew a little bit because I just didn't want to frighten him. Like, you know, kids kind of have that look when they when they look at me like Slight they're not concern. quite sure what to make yeah, of me. It's concerning and child like, look. I don't know if I should scream now <laughs> while I still have a chance or just... Or just smile back at the guy and hope that he doesn't murder me. <laughs> you just gotta talk. Just talk to him. Whenever I get a baby in my hand, I just just, just hey, let Uncle Tim tell you about something. Yeah, see, that's the. <laughs> you that's want, what the do you want to know about? Yeah, you want to know about the Lens. American Revolution War? Do like you want to talk about the Book of Ruth? What do you want to know about? <laughs> I'll tell you it all. And they just gawk at me like, "What yeah. is going on?" I think there's a time and place for all of it. Same. Baby talk with pets. I I do that with our dog. <laughs> yep. Do you want to go outside? Do you? Oh, what you the cutest little thing? Want to go Just outside? our little baby angel. Is you hungry? Yeah, see that I can't. <laughs> Stab. My Stab. cat definitely knows tone, though. Like, if she's about to jump up on something that I don't want her to jump up on, all I got to do is go, ah, 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 and she goes, oh, yeah, sorry. Yeah. Okay. All right. I wasn't going to. Calm down. <laughs> you know, I read about that when I when I was pregnant, Jeff, too, that they say they, as in, you know, experts, whoever they are. I read that instead of telling a child no, when you want, like, for example, if they're going to go touch something they shouldn't be touching, instead of going, no, don't touch that. You're supposed to do what you do with pets. And you're supposed to go, ah, 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 ah. Oh. And so they... <laughs> Learn that that noise is like don't do that versus versus no like they they you know like telling a kid no all the time it starts yeah. to like go into their head like no 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 when I first but got my go, cats ah, ah, it's supposed to be better when I first got my cats they didn't get I was so used to having cats that understood that when I first got Joe and Gracie and they didn't. I was like, oh, I have to teach them that. Mm -hmm. And so through consistency, eventually they learned it. And now it's like magic. Because it's so confusing for pets because no is used so much in just regular everyday conversation that they feel like they're constantly being yelled at. Right. <laughs> so how do you... With kids. Right. Well, with and kids. the thing with kids, too. I mean, I learned this hardcore with Jacob. Rather than telling him, no, don't do that, we would say, hey, you know what? We're going to do this instead. Yeah, because don't touch if, it. if you don't give them, yeah, like, hey, we're not going to touch that. Let's do this. Hey, Gracie, instead of jumping up, we're going to have you do something else. That's right. Okay, Gracie, we're not going to do this. We're going to do this. <laughs> yeah. So, so now, how do you talk to Jacob? Like when he says, "Mom, stop talking," and "Mom, no more ideas" and stuff. Like, <laughs> do you feel like you got to change your vernacular? To no, get no. Him, I mean, uh, I talk on stuff. You know, I've always talked to him just like talking Regular. to another adult. But I mean, when we're having like fun, goofy, when I'm trying to engage him, I turn it up a few notches. Yeah. And he loves, I mean, he, it, the, the light comes on in his eyes and he starts smiling and he starts laughing and he's right there with me. And that's all I'm looking for is that connection. So whatever it takes. A uh, new seasoning blend that makes everything taste like Snickers is being rolled out to stores nationwide this month. Uh, the Mars Candy Company partnered with the condiment brand for it. 
And each jar is filled with around seven ounces of Snickers in powder form. And it's supposed to be for things like ice cream, milkshakes, pancakes, frozen yogurt. So it's mostly a dessert thing. Snickers are really good, chopped up like in a blizzard. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There's something because you got that caramel and the chocolate Sometimes and some nuts. Sometimes the caramel gets nougat, hard, though, nougat. and it's hard to chew that, you know, when it's like frozen. Oh, man, if it's yeah. ready to rip out some sort of dental work, you know it's good. Yeah, that's when it's happening. <laughs> this isn't the first time a candy bar has been turned into a seasoning. The same brand released a Twix version last year. And before that, they did a cinnamon toast crunch one called Cinnadust. Mm. Remember how appetizing that sounded? <laughs> <laughs> Probably would be good on popcorn. The Snickers version should be available everywhere by the end of the month. Thanks for listening to the Q102 Jeff and Jen Morning Show Podcast, brought to you by CVG Airport. Fly healthy through CVG. For more information, go to CVG Airport backslash fly healthy.